0: What's up, guys? This is Jordan Haddock. What's up? This is Anthony Calavito.
1: What's up, guys? This is Pat
2: Sr. What's up, everyone? This is Graham Tuck, and you're listening to the New Guys Podcast, presented by Ride the Wave Media.
1: What is up, everybody? New Guys Podcast, Episode 6 of Season 2. Coming at you, uh, presented by Ride the Wave Media. You know the drill. Um, Return of the Call of yep, yep, yeah.
2: Anthony's
3: back. <laughs> you know,
1: One-week hiatus after his horrible uh, week.
3: <laughs> the, 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 Let's uh, not get uh, into it. that. I want to talk to you I, I miss this shit so much. Um, not anyway, we should get right to these picks.
1: Uh, we actually got a nice slew of games this week. Definitely some tough ones. Starting with the Thursday night matchup of the Bucks at the Bears. I think we decided that Jordan's going first. He's still a champion right now. Uh, How many our, games have you ahead by? What, wait, what did you say? You cut off. He's up. head by one. Um, so, yeah, yeah. So, season standings <laughs> for picks. Graham, go ahead. I know you have the numbers. Yeah.
2: So, there have been a total of 62 games played so far. Uh, so, Jordan <laughs> is up. I, I think I'm counting that right. I think I'm counting that right. I might not be. Oh, so 62 games that we've done because we missed Thursday night football week one. Since we recorded on a Friday, so there have technically been sixty-three games played, but we've covered sixty-two. Jordan is forty of sixty-two. Anthony and Pat are both forty-nine or thirty-nine, excuse me, and I am thirty-seven of sixty-two.
1: Yeah, so So it's a very uh, tight
2: race all the way around.
1: We've been going in order of um, the standing, so that's why Jordan has been going first most weeks because he's just an oracle over there. He's holding
3: on to that lead.
1: Um, But yeah, go ahead, Jordan.
0: And I'm not playing it safe either.
2: No, I'm he's not. Something.
3: He's
2: doing, he's not doing not not And that's why I mean, at the end of the last week, well, last week, it was hard not to play it safe, to be honest. like I did pick the Chargers. That, that was
3: one games, game, games, though. Like, that was yeah, but
2: that, game. I yeah draw, it was. That was a very good and close
1: game down to last yeah. play. Yeah. Cool. yeah, I meant right.
3: to um, – I did my my graphic that I was going to put on the new guys page. I was going to upload that Friday. Friday comes, I completely forget. So – Let's just take Graham's word for it. I did the best I could. If you guys really want to see my picks, I'll I'll put them on the new guy's Instagram. Uh,
2: we don't care that much. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here to tell you right now, we don't care. Let
3: me tell,
0: all right, let me tell you. <laughs> we don't care. I'll start, doing, I'll
3: start doing that every week.
0: All right. Uh, all right. So getting into Thursday night, um, speaking of not playing it safe. This one's, this one's a bit of a toss-up for me, and I know Graham's looking at me. We already talked about it before we went on. But the only thing that is lean, me having me lean towards the Bears is because I don't know about Godwin, and I don't know about Evans. Brady without those two, also without O.J. Howard, is a pretty bad offense, let's be completely honest. Um, and the Bears have held their own on defense to an extent this year. They haven't been as good as at least a couple of years ago, but um Nick Foles looked pretty bad last week. Laying out everything. I'm gonna make this my upset of the week <laughs> and pick the Bears beating the Bucks on Thursday night by a by a couple points. They're Bears are definitely gonna cover, I'll tell you that. I think they're at five and a half. They're definitely gonna cover. Dude, what the hell? But I'm oh gonna have God. them I'm gonna have them beating the Bucks by uh by a field goal.
3: Wow sparks are flying already um this one's tough I can definitely see where Graham Graham I can definitely see where Jordan is coming from on this one just because yeah Tom Brady doesn't look as good this year I mean yeah he threw that one pick six against the Chargers last week but came back and threw five touchdowns another 10 point or two possession deficit gone Buccaneers win that game showed Signs of Patriots Tom Brady and prime Tom Brady there, but regardless if Mike Evans, O.J. Howard, and all them play, uh, if O.J. Howard doesn't play, this is the perfect game for Gronk he's to come done. in and shine. <laughs> this is the perfect game for Gronk. Be. This is the perfect game for Gronk to come in and shine and show why he's still a dominant tight end. We really haven't seen much of him this, this year, and I like that Buccaneers running room, running running back room. I'm still a little rusty with this stuff. I haven't been on in a week. Give me a break. Leonard Fournette, Ronald Jones, and LaShawn McCoy. Who, LaShawn McCoy in any running back room, he gives you that, that old man, that wise old man experience. He just gives you that wisdom that a young running back like Leonard Fournette. Yeah, Leonard Fournette's still young. Like a young running back like him would need that mentor. And uh, you just can't trust the Bears. Every time I pick the Bears, the Bears lose. That's just the way it works. I'm picking Tampa Bay this week.
2: I think similarly. I think, first of all, the argument that the Bucs offense sucks without those three players holds true. But who has done more with less over the course of their career than Tom Brady? Nobody. So, the, he's going to be throwing bombs to Scotty Miller all over the place okay. the entire night. Chill.
3: Chill. <laughs> like <the> New West <laughs> Wilson. They,
1: No, there was that one drive Sunday that it was two Scotty Miller players. It was literally
2: just Scotty Miller. 75 yards And I'm with Anthony on the same train of thought that every time I bet on the Bears, they lose. And that happened last week. I made the Bears my lock of the week, and I said, if the Bears lose, I will wear a Phillip Rivers jersey next week. And here we are. Mm -hmm. So, all of that being said, Tampa will win by a hefty amount on Thursday night. Can, okay, that's can cap.
3: Put you can bets pick on jerseys like that because he has like all of them. You I can have pick every f- jersey.
0: They are not winning by a hefty amount. That's not happening. They'll
3: cover. Bears They'll are, cover.
0: Covering. They are covering. They're cover. covering. Cover. Bears are covering. You're Gover. fucking stupid. Do you even realize how fucking stupid you truly are, you dumb fucking bitch? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I
1: uh, I gotta agree with. For him and Anthony here, like. Oh my! Thank yeah. you.
0: Okay, that's fine. Thank I, I, you. I Thanks for really... giving
1: me an extra point. Extra I point. really. Lee. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I really can't even agree that the Bucks' offense is terrible without Evans and Godwin Exactly. And because what? They had... All right. L- listen to this. Listen to this. They had. I'm counting right now. They had nine players with a reception last week. One of this. One of these guys, Shit. Justin Watson, had four catches for 40 yards. I never even heard of him. Um, Scotty Miller, obviously Gronk could get involved in the passing game. Keyshawn Vaughn, um, Leonard Fournette, maybe
2: Cameron Bray too. I think Cameron
1: Bray. Yeah. They still got him. Um, like, do I think the bears are going to be able to beat Tom Brady even when Tom, like I'll compare this receiving core kind of to the Patriots receiving core last year. Do I think the bears could beat last year's New England Patriots offense? No. So I really don't think they're going to be able to beat
0: this Yeah, You're also missing the greatest coach of all time though.
2: No, they have. Bruce okay, that. yeah, but <laughs> Bruce Arians is no slum.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and, no and they have a better and they have a better
1: running game than the past did last year. So, I'll give them that. And I don't think Nick Foles is actually. I shouldn't say that because Nick I'm... Foles has beat Tom Brady before. But I don't think the Bears are going to match up. Quite <laughs> frankly, so I don't think it's an easy. Me. I think it's an easy Buccaneers win. <laughs>
0: All right, you. we'll
1: see. Um. Anyway, let's move on to. Oh, I have my pick of the first game. We're going to go over. This is exciting. <laughs> I'm going to go with. Jags at Texans, the battle for the basement of the AFC South. Mm. Jordan, I know you have something good on this.
0: Yeah, I do have something good. I got a quick uh, shout-out to Bill O'Brien joining <laughs> joining many in the unemployment line. Um, Adam Gates
3: is a good I'm, coach, I'm, folks. Somebody <laughs> get Bill
0: somebody get Adam
3: Gates has a job, and so does Brian Hoyer.
0: If 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 people told you before the season that Adam Gase would survive longer than Bill O'Brien, you would have called him crazy. But
2: no, actually I wouldn't have I wouldn't have. Why? You just think the Jets are that stupid the or the Jets
1: are that stupid, yeah. No, yeah. well okay.
2: not even That's... that. Like I, I as soon as as soon as the Texans moved DeAndre Hopkins, I knew that Bill O'Brien was gonna be gone by the end of the season. And I actually gave Adam Gase a little bit of credit coming into the year because like I said on a couple of episodes ago. They went seven and nine without Darnold last year for a, for without Darnold for a good bit. So I gave him a little bit of credit, but he's obviously proved me wrong this season. So I yeah. just speaking to that point. Obviously, I don't think that Adam Gay should still be the head coach of the New York Football Jets. But
0: yeah, I mean, yeah, the Texans obviously disappointing start. Like haven't won a game. Um They've had a tough schedule. Definitely. I mean, they're, they're definitely they- okay. so far to be honest. Yeah, I mean they, but they, they definitely are underperforming considerably. Like I, I think the firing of Bill O'Brien is going to be good for them, maybe not um, immediately. I still I'm going to have I'm going to pick the Texans this week to beat the Jags, but I think in general uh, they needed to switch up, especially with O'Brien, like Graham said, making that god awful trade with uh, with Arizona and sending the, arguably the best receiver in the league away. Uh, but Jags are coming off a loss. I'm still not. Totally sold on the Minshew episode every week. Um, but I think Watson's got too much talent to, to hold back and go 0-5. So I'm, I'm going to pick uh, pick Watson and the Texans this week.
3: For that reason alone that Jordan just mentioned, I don't think just Deshaun's Watson is going to let this team go 0-5. He is, gonna, he is the Houston Texans right now. I'm not even going to say J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt is the face of the Houston Texans in terms of almost like you think, oh, I'm trying to, like you think Patriots Tom Brady. Tom Brady isn't the face of the Patriots right now. J.J. Watt is hands down the greatest Houston Texan ever, but he is, he's not the same player he was. It's, it's sad to say because everybody loves J.J. Watt. Who doesn't love J.J. Watt? But Deshaun Watson is just way too talented, and it's a damn shame that he doesn't have a good good enough defense that can back him up because I don't think the Texans' offense is terrible. In the fact that you have guys like Kenny Stills, Darren Fells, Brandon Cooks, who could or could not go off or whatever. Uh, David Johnson has been having a decent year. So with that, it's tough to pick against a Texans team with that. I wouldn't say big names on offense, but reliable guys that you could lean on against the, the Jaguars, the freaking Jaguars. And like we said, like Jordan said, I'm not going to. I'm not on the Gardner Minshew hype train, so I'm picking the Texans. I picked them last week against the Steelers, and they—that was last week, right? Am I going? That was two I weeks ago. Like, yeah. Two weeks ago, I'm going absolutely mad. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, Texans by. I say ten. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. See, I'm kind of scared now because last week well, not last week, but two weeks ago—Anthony said. There's no way Deshaun Watson unless the Texans go to 0-3. And, and then last week, he picks, the, he picks the Texans again, presumably by the same logic. I
3: didn't pick so, the Texans. I picked the Vikings last week.
2: Cap, I have you down as – oh, you did pick the Vikings. Never mind. <laughs> well, anyway, you did say that the other week. Where's so. your sound
3: effect there? Fucking threw
2: it in already, Anthony. Calm down. They already heard it. Anyways. I'm kind of scared because the last time you said some stuff like that, the Texans lost, but I am going to go with Houston simply because I think you you hit all the points, Anthony, their offense isn't that bad. And I don't think that Jacksonville has the pass rush to be able to take advantage of Houston's offensive line, which is obviously their main weakness. So I think that, I think that firing Bill O'Brien does them a lot of good because he was just horrible. Um, so, And like you said, Deshaun Watson is a transcendent quarterback, in my opinion. He's top. He's not playing like it this year, but I think he has potential to be top five. He's definitely top 10, in my opinion, even if the stats don't prove it right now. In terms of pure ability, he's up there. Um, And so I think that even if they can't cover, they're somehow – they're probably the first 0-4 team to be favored by six and a half points in a long time. But – They are. I don't think they cover. I think Jacksonville can make it a tight game, but I think that Houston will pull it out.
1: Yeah, I got to agree with you guys. It's going to be a clean slate, Uh, especially that reason Graham said, I don't think Jacksonville will be able to contain Deshaun Watson. and We've seen even against teams that have far better defenses than um, Jacksonville that they haven't been able to contain him in the pocket. So he really shouldn't have a problem back there. Uh, He should be able to get his passes off and be able to do some work against this defense. Yeah. Uh, in terms of Jacksonville, yeah, my Minshew mania has died down. I think I said that last week, week before. Um, I just think that they, you know, they they got lucky week one. Uh, they caught Philip Rivers and the the Colts off guard, but I really don't see them winning many more games um, down the stretch. So I got to go with Houston here. I'd say they cover. Uh, I think without Bill O'Brien, maybe I think that could be like a mental uplift there that they don't have to worry about that and. All the horrible things he was doing to that team, um, but yeah, I think Texas is an easy pick. Uh, moving on, if we want to go with another easy one, uh, Ravens and Bengals. The Ravens are hosting the Bengals. We got their first win last week. Joe Burrow finally actually beat the Jaguars. Uh, yeah,
3: that was my last of the week. This one,
0: this one will probably have a very different <laughs> different ending. Yeah, I mean, you you, you spoke to it. Bur- Burrow looked re- he's looked really good the entire season, honestly. Even he's though that was their yeah. that was their first win, he's looked. Like, honestly, like he's been in the, year, the league for three or four years, uh, which is a good sign for Cincinnati fans. Um, but, yeah, the Ravens, I mean, Lamar Jackson, they just dismantled the football team like everyone expected. Their defense is still up there as an elite. And, and Burrow, I think this is going to be his true real test against an absolutely stout defense. If my memory serves me correctly, he hasn't faced a defense like this so far. Because um, they haven't played the Steelers, right? I don't believe so. No.
3: Yeah. So,
0: I mean, the, the Ravens are up there. Like, the, I just think that this is probably the worst team you want to face early on in the season as a rookie quarterback because you have the mixture of um, Lamar's just dynamic ability to score so many damn points. And then they still have that elite defense with Marlon Humphrey and others uh, to, to stop you. And for Burrow to come in and... And uh, I think it's away in Baltimore. I know there's no fans, but still, away games still matter a bit. Um, I think he he caves a bit. We see we see his rookie um, rookie self this week, and uh, Lamar Lamar thrives, and they take it uh, by a couple
3: touchdowns. Ravens by a lot. That's all I I, need to say. I want to talk about the Bengals for a little bit. Um, I have a little bit of a soft spot for them this year. Just because I think their team has improved by a million times since last season. Would they go one and fifteen last year?
2: This is either one and so, fifteen or two and fourteen.
3: Yeah, it Wait, was, uh, you know, not good. It was bad. They, yeah, it was bad. They, I mean, granted, they were really bad last year, but they look a lot better this year. And yeah, they're still not quite there, but I think they could be not a wild card team this year, but in the future, they're not winning the NFC. NFC, AFC North with Lamar Jackson in that division. That's just not going to happen. But this team has a little bit of potential, and I like what I'm seeing out of Joe Burrow so far. Though I think the Ravens are going to win this one by a good amount. Joe Burrow is going to have his flashes.
2: I agree. I think, I think that the Bengals can cover, actually. I always feel wary to uh, bet on the spread. For a team that's favored by 13 or more points, which the Ravens are. They're favored by 13 and a half, which I think is very attainable for them and that offense and the defense that they have as well. But they, you know, even though they ended up winning by two scores, they played like Washington played them close at times this past week, even though Lamar had himself a day. And they did not look good against Kansas City two weeks ago at all. So, I think that Baltimore will win, but I think that Cincinnati has the offensive ability simply because of Joe Burrow and Joe Mixon to be able to do something about it and potentially put up (laughs) points to make it close late in the game. I still think Baltimore will win, though.
0: Before we go, Pat, I just want to jump in. I think the one thing I'm thinking is, like, Joe Burrow hasn't had that game yet where you're like, okay, he's still a rookie. So, like, that's what I'm kind of going off of. Like, all right, this is kind of a reality check for, for Bengal fans, like. Look, your team is good, but you're not even close to where you like need to be to compete. Yeah. So I think this is kind of like the wake-up call. That's what, that's what I'm going off of. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I agree, I, uh, agree with you all there. Um, like, there's really not a whole lot to say, I don't think. But what I will say is that I think, Graham, what you were saying there about Washington is pretty important. Because I think we're maybe starting to see that this Ravens defense isn't as good. Um, maybe as his They're average. They're human. Time. Yeah, they're human. Um, Obviously, they have so many great players. Marcus Peters, um, Marlon Humphrey. They got Clay S. Campbell, blah, 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 blah. I could go on and on. But, yeah, Joe Burrow and the Bengals' offense definitely has the potential to make it a game. Definitely more so than um, Washington football team. Still feels weird (laughs) saying that. Uh, But I don't think that, considering how porous the Bengals' defense is, that they'll be able to pull out a win, especially against this Ravens' offense, which will just decimate that defense like it's shown it's capable of doing to even some of the better defenses in the league. Uh, so I yeah. think that, you know, nothing really against the Bengals. I think it's just they're not ready yet for a challenge like Baltimore, whereas Baltimore, you know, they're prepared. They might have some flaws, but that's not really going to stop them from winning this game. So, uh, yeah, yeah. another clean sweep for the Ravens. Let's go to a tougher game. We have the Bills at the Titans. Um, two Topper. undefeated teams currently leading their division.
3: Tougher? Uh, I-
0: yeah, I, I, I got to agree with Anthony there. I don't know. how. I, I mean, I can see some people maybe thinking this is a tough game. I see Graham already oh, freaking out because know, he knows up where up. I'm going. Oh, oh,
1: there is me.
3: one imposter among us amongst the <laughs> undefeated <laughs> teams, monster. and Tennessee Preach. is that imposter. Let
1: me, yeah. let, me, yeah. let me preface this by saying, actually, I'm guessing the Bills are favored. I, I couldn't find them on the website. Oh, I was they are. Yeah.
2: They are.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah go so. ahead, Jordan. Go ahead. I think this is going to be an interesting discussion here
0: this might be a split i don't know from what from what pat just said it might be a split i know who graham's picking by his reaction but uh i don't know i don't know how you can pick against the bills right now they josh allen's look like an mvp their defense is is number one number two in the league mm-hmm. um singletary has actually come, come upon us uh, in the past couple of games i was kind of worried about him um because i thought the bills were going to win the division pretty handedly but singletary looking like trash the first couple of weeks i was like well no run game and kind of relying on Josh Allen might come back to bite them later on the season, but Singletary starting to come to, I mean, they have all of the pieces to be a top team in the AFC and they are just that. I mean, I don't know. I, I, again, will go back to, I'm not high on Tannehill at all. I don't mm-hmm. see him. I mean, look, he had the great playoff run last year. I would put that way more on Derek Henry than Brian Tannehill, but um, Titans coming off a COVID by week, if you want to call it, I don't. I don't think any team coming off a of bye week to face a red hot, maybe the hottest team in the NFL right now, is ever good. And considering the Titans have all of this stuff with COVID going on, and and players testing positive, and they don't know who, who's going to be out, who's going to be in, it's just a mess in Tennessee right now. And for them to come in and face a Buffalo team that is just decimating teams in their path, um, I think Allen dominates and, and Tannehill struggles again.
3: Can't agree with you anymore, there, Jordan. Uh, I've been writing a little bit. I just put up an article about some teams that could, I mean, it's evident that the AFC is top heavy, Baltimore, Kansas City, but I just wrote an article for Ride the Wave if you want to check that out about some dark horse teams that could maybe surprise one of those two, depending on how they play in the playoffs. And I entered Buffalo and New England as one entry just because they're in the same division and they can really go neck and neck this year. Uh, Buffalo is currently two games ahead of New England. Uh, New England's 2-2, two and two, and Buffalo's obviously 4-0. Oh. But I really think that series can go either way between New England and Buffalo. I know New England doesn't really pertain to their game against the Titans, but I just wanted to talk about that a little bit, that we're on the topic of Buffalo. But like Jordan said, they all they have all the pieces. They finally have that number one guy. Josh Allen is turning into the quarterback that they expected him to turn into. Um, Their run game is starting to improve a little bit. Their defense is top tier. Um, it's a toss up to say they're the best in the league because I don't might be the bias talking, but after new England's showing last night, I think they proved that they're still legit. They're still at the top of their game from last year. Maybe they've improved. I don't think they've really improved much, but if they did, there's a slight bit of improvement that shows that they're still here. We're still here as a top defense in the NFL, but Buffalo was really going to go neck and neck with us. And those two games, I forget when we play Buffalo. Um they're gonna come down to the wire, both of them. And that's really gonna determine who wins it's who wins this division. Uh, I can't remember who Buffalo plays. I think they play Seattle at one point. I don't think they play Kansas City, but New England definitely had a harder schedule. And I'm not gonna blame the harder schedule on us maybe losing the division, but I kind of am at the same time. <laughs> uh this is tough. not This game's not tough. Buffalo's gonna win this. In a landslide, like Jordan said, Tennessee's a mess right now.
2: First of all, Buffalo plays for, Kansas City next week. What waiting for? All right, go inside.
3: Yeah. It was either Kansas Buffalo City or Seattle or they don't play. It was one of those two.
2: No, they play both of them. You're wrong. They do? They play both of them. Yes. Well we,
3: well, we play Baltimore. I don't think they play Baltimore. You're right. They play Pittsburgh, which You're right. is – They're going to decimate Pittsburgh. Are
2: they, though? I don't know about that one. But we'll, gonna decimate, we'll I don't know about that, that one. Get to that some other time. I'm not high on Pittsburgh. Here's the, Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I so I feel like you guys, obviously, I'm picking the Titans. Like we've been over this, but I feel like you guys are taking that as Bill's slander, which I don't mean it as. I am high on both of these teams. I have been since April. We're recording in October. Like it, if you've kept up with my writing at all, you know how I feel about both of these teams. They're both going to be very good. Josh Allen being a <laughs> i was also high on the high on the browns Seahawks.
1: and the browns beat the cowboys so i mean that's exactly
2: true. i was yeah
1: better. yeah, yeah. He was he was on the and i
2: also picked your super bowl winner shut up literally shut up i i also picked the C russell wilson to win mvp and that's looking pretty good right now so me too to, all of that aside mm-hmm. all of that aside the titans i i can see where you're coming from and i'm not gonna like I'm not going to rip into you for picking the Bills because, one, the point that you made about Tennessee coming in off of the COVID bye week and being able to defeat the Bills is a valid point. I, like, I've, I've got to give you that. There's definitely room for error in the Titans game plan this week. But that being said, at the same time, the Titans have been able to game plan for Buffalo for two weeks now as a paired to one. As compared to once. So, it, but how often they've got? When are they practicing uh, again? Okay, yeah. See, that's
0: the thing. It's not like a. Nor- I mean, I don't know when they suspended that Steelers game,
2: but you're it right, wasn't but like. They're still ha- you're right. You're right. They're still time. having. They're still having virtual meetings to go over the game plan. They're still having film sessions online. All of that kind of stuff. They're they're they've still doing. They've had a
3: game plan into action.
2: Yeah. Exactly.
3: So are they rehearsing the snap count? And,
2: you all of these are valid points. I'm just saying that it's not like they've been sitting on their asses in a hotel room for two weeks. You know what I'm saying? So even though they have, but they're still doing, they're still doing stuff just yeah, like, gotcha. stay gotcha. to stay ready. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, they've been able to put up points when they need them this year so far. Even though they didn't like put up crazy points on the Broncos in Week One, they got scoring when they needed it. A la Steven Gaskowski missing fucking every kick until the end of the game.
3: But he made it. Uh, play.
2: They played. <laughs> they they did it, he did they put up points against Jacksonville in a shootout because they needed points and they put up a pretty decent number on Minnesota they did um, up 31 so, yeah so the titans have proved that they can win in a shootout which i think is what's going to happen in this game i think that uh, i think that Josh Allen is going to be able to take advantage of the titans cornerbacks cuz i have absolutely no faith in Logan Ryan and Malcolm Butler this isn't 2015 I think that they're going to be a- <laughs> exactly. I think that they're going to be able to do stuff on offense. I'm very high on Josh Allen. I'm high on Stephon Diggs. I've been high on Devin Singletary since he <laughs> came into the league. I love the Bills' offense, but I've been riding the Titans since the season started, and I'm not going to stop That's now. So I'm going to stick to my guns. Shut up. I'm going to stick to my guns and go with the Titans
0: this week. Is that your upset of the week?
2: So, uh, yeah, we'll Good. call it my upset of the week. And yeah. listen, so I, I did officially give up on the Cowboys' regular season this week. And here's why. I, actually, I'll get into it when we talk about
3: Dallas. Uh, we really ripped on Graham that one. I'm sorry.
2: Yeah, I, We I, did. I thought, we did. And I deserved it. But, but a Graham lot of it did. isn't yeah. the Cowboys' fault. A lot of it isn't the Cowboys' fault. That's true. Um,
1: I want to say I, I give Graham a lot of respect here because it is difficult to stick to your guns um, given everything that's going on. Obviously, Jordan mentioned the COVID situation. I don't even know have the Titans practiced yet.
2: I don't think so. I think they were able to reopen their facilities, but I'm not sure.
1: Sure, to some of them. But um, unlike Anthony and Jordan, I kind of got to agree with Graham. um, Not in the sense that the Titans are going to win. I have the Bills winning, but that it's going to be a close game because the Titans' um, offense has been good this year. Even if, whatever, the other game, I think it was against the Vikings, Gostowski had six field goals. It doesn't really matter how you score the points, it's more that you're scoring them. It's getting them
2: when you need them.
1: Right. It doesn't matter if Derrick Henry runs for three touchdowns or if he runs for one. If they put up 30 points to get the win, that's really all that matters. So this Bill's defense, um, on the other hand, to switch gears a little bit, hasn't been as great as really it was last year. It's been good. It's been good. It's been top 10. It hasn't been in the top three to four, Four. maybe five range, I don't think. They let up 20-something points to the, or what is it, 17 points to the Raiders, whatever it was. Um, There have been times where people have been able to You know, score on them. So I'm not completely sold on that. But I am high on Josh Allen this year. Um, I think he's playing phenomenal football. He's definitely, I think, top three MVP candidate right now um, behind Rodgers and Wilson. I don't really think you can dispute that at all, given how he's played so far. Um, I just got to go with the Bills, mainly because of the reason Jordan said, where I think the Titans are still going to be a little in a funk due to the whole COVID thing. Um, but I also don't want to take anything away from the Titans because they have played phenomenal football this year. Um, I thought they really weren't going to be good, and obviously it's only week five. And the Titans have only played three games, but they proved me wrong thus far, um, as has Ryan Tannehill. So i got to give credit there. I think a lot of it has to do with Mike Vrabel and his coaching ability. Um, this is a good coaching matchup as well, Sean McDermott and Mike Vrabel. But i got to go with the Bills here. I think it's going to be a close game, though. So definitely, I think probably the premier matchup of the one o'clock games.
2: Yeah. Uh, And I've got one more thing I want to say, because you were talking about how the bills defense has underperformed so far. Uh, Like they were really hyped up coming into the year. I talked about Tennessee being able to get points when they need them. If you pair that with the fact that the bills almost blew a 28 to three lead, well, they did blow it. The Rams took a lead on them. 32, 28. They're a defense that allows points when the offense needs to get them. Like, So if you when you couple those two, I think that this is going to be a situation where the Titans obviously on paper don't like they don't shine, but I still think they're a great team, and I think they may have AJ Brown back this week. Yeah, so that would play a big part for me.
1: Yeah, I I agree with you there, Graham. I think the Bills' defense, once it's on its heels, is very much on its heels, exactly like the Rams. I think the Titans' offense definitely has. a stronger running game than the Rams offense. And the Rams, I believe had a pretty solid running day against the bills Uh, and their passing game is a little bit behind, but still, yeah, I think it'll definitely be an interesting one. Um, If we don't have anything more to say on that, I'm going to go down to the NFC South where we have the 0-4 Falcons favored against the Panthers who just got a nice win last week against the Arizona Cardinals. Um, Surprisingly, actually the rumor is that the wheels might be falling off the Cardinals uh, train right now, but we'll get into that a little later. Uh, Jordan, thoughts?
0: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Falcons here. I'll just come out and say that. Um, I don't know how Dan Quinn sells a job. I mean, I don't think he's gonna get fired before this week because usually that's an immediate thing. But I mean, I guess it's, it's only been like 24 hours. But um, I, I don't know how he sells a job. He they he I think he needs to go and because this team has too much talent on the offensive side to to be 0 and four. I mean. Matt Ryan's still, he's not 2016 Matt Ryan, but he's still a great quarterback. And obviously Julio Jones's injuries has caused them to, you know, have to go to some other guys, but Calvin Ridley's pretty much filled the void almost like wholeheartedly. I mean, he's not this week. Yeah. Yeah. He he disappeared this week. Nope. Um,
2: Jair Alexander said nah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. did.
0: But the Falcons, I don't know that their offense again is, is so potent and, and volatile where they can, you know, kind of screw up this past week, but then come off and Ryan can throw 350 yards and Ridley can go off. So I'm going to go with the Falcons. I think Teddy B, um, you know, showed everyone that he, he's a starting caliber quarterback, at least he, being able to beat the Cardinals, you know, takes some grit and takes some skill. But the Falcons, I, I think the same thing has to be said with what we say about the Texans. The fact that Matt Ryan, Calvin Ridley, if Julio plays, that team is too good. The offense is too good for them to actually start off, uh, and five. So I'm going to go Falcons.
3: I really, really, really want to pick the Panthers here. Just because I don't have an upset of the week, and I feel like this is <laughs> the best potential for that to happen. But, like Jordan said, the Falcons, I don't think, are going 0-5. That team has too much talent on the offense. I do not believe in Carolina's defense whatsoever. Uh, and the Falcons are just looking to just steal one here. And I believe that the best way to do it is is you're against your division rival. Just week after week of just pure misery for the fans and the team themselves. This one's going to feel good. I'm going to pick Atlanta here.
2: I'm also going to go with Atlanta, but I think you're wrong, Anthony. I think that Carolina's defense has looked pretty solid the last couple of weeks.
3: I don't they believe have, we went against this receiving core, though. That's, that's what a, fair,
2: par- point. a that's fair point. That's a fair point. I also, like. it's like I said, I'm going to pick Atlanta as well. I was very, very low on the Panthers coming into the season, and they've already surpassed my projected win total for them. Well, not surpassed. They've met it with two. But that being said, I still don't think that a McCaffrey-less Panthers squad can go toe-to-toe with the Falcons and all of their offensive might. So I think that Atlanta will come away with this one pretty Mm Mm-hmm.
1: I did not think I was going to be lone wolf in this one, but I am going to go with the Panthers here.
3: Wow. Okay. I,
1: I, feel like I feel like it's more a knock on the Falcons. Like, Yeah. Um, The Panthers, yeah, they don't have like a shutdown guy like Shair Alexander who can completely eliminate a receiving option like he did. Calvin Ridley literally had zero catches for
2: nothing. I couldn't um, even name the Panthers' number one quarterback or cornerback. I couldn't. I live James in North Brown, Carolina, and I still was couldn't. <laughs> uh, I yeah, go Bradbury this- is going off in New York, though. So, mm-hmm. Who is
3: James, James Bradbury? B-
2: he was the oh, Panthers' he? number one corner last very year. Very underrated. He's uh, good. Um, I got to go with the Panthers
1: just because you know the Falcons just continue to disappoint, and against a very, very you know mediocre to Bad Packers defense. Obviously, they have Jair Alexander. They have some great players, but that defense is very injury riddled. Yeah. They really couldn't do anything at all. They put up what was it, ten points, sixteen points, sixteen points. But I'm pretty sure some of that was garbage time. Um, whereas the Panthers last week, they looked pretty good. They took down the Cardinals, and the Cardinals have had one of the. Oh, was it the Cardinals or the?
2: Was it the Panthers? They took down the Cardinals last week, and the Lions. That right, we, right, they lost the Lions. The we, Chargers we, before that.
1: Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, and the Cardinals offense had looked pretty good going into that game. Um minus that game against um the Lions obviously. I just think the Panthers have a little more fight in them, I guess. I really can't see this team under Dan Quinn still um putting up much of a fight. Like I really I really just don't have a lot of faith in the Falcons when it comes down to it. So I'm going to go with my upset of the week here. Um Panthers over Falcons. I just any faith I had in the Falcons is just completely gone. I picked them last week. I almost kind of had to pick them as an upset. But I really just, you know, Matt Ryan hasn't looked great. Um, Julio Jones is in 100%. Calvin Ridley had a bad last week. Obviously, you know, he was shut down. But, I, yeah, I just don't really believe in it. So, um,
2: yeah, Hot I'm going to go tape. with uh, I'll be proud. Trey Lance to the Falcons 2021 NFL Draft.
1: Honestly, I don't know who Trey Lance is. Yeah. He's a dude
2: know. from North Dakota State. He's going to be good. Oh, uh, I saw a good.
0: tweet about him today.
1: What
2: about? Yeah.
1: Mm. I mean, I think let's they think could Ryan's use it. Gone. It's probably Matt Ryan's last year for looking at it. I think this is really doomsday.
2: Yeah. For last year this in LA. He has been in the league that long. long. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah.
1: Maybe. Um, but let's move on from there. Let's go to the AFC West where we have the Raiders at the Chiefs. The Raiders are coming off a loss to the Bills. I had oh,
3: to talk speed.
1: about this one. Uh, oh, just beat the Patriots without Cam Newton. And a Very frustrating game for us Pats fans. Uh, Jordan, what do you got? I think this one's
2: pretty easy, personally.
0: That hand rub, that but... hand by Anthony does not give me confidence for him to yeah. get. Off. Yeah, hot yeah, twist. The to reason to Anthony missed
2: last week is because he was jacking off Derek Carr. And, <laughs> and I, I think that's, that that might continue.
0: That might continue into this week. <laughs> I mean. People can say all they want about the Chiefs beating up on on Jared Stidham and Brian Hoyer, but they still looked great. They still put up 26 on our defense. Um, the 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 Chiefs are the are the Chiefs and the Seahawks. To me, are the best teams by far in in the NFL right now. I think there's they're a tier above the Bills. They're tier above any other. Yeah, they're the yeah most complete. They're a tier above any other team. I mean, you can name other undefeated teams. You can you can say the Bills are up there, but I think they're a tier above. Um, I think the Raiders are a fake, I mean, they were a fake undefeated team. Now they're just the 500 team. So, I mean, I don't even think they're fake anymore. They're as real as it gets. I think this is what they, how they finish at at a 500 record. I don't have much faith in Derek Carr to, to beat, beat up on the chiefs defense, who's, who has actually looked pretty decent uh, this year, surprisingly to my, to my surprise, at least. So I'm, I'm going against, um, I'm going with Patrick Mahomes, I should say to just dismantle this Raiders defense. That's hasn't been uh good at all and Chiefs by a million i mean
3: okay now I am very high on the Raiders this year oh. and here is why I believe in Derek Carr and we know. <laughs> <laughs> He finally has the weapons since Amari Cooper left. He's got guys like Darren Waller, Josh Jacobs, and at receiver, he's got a lot of depth, a lot of reliable guys. Zay Jones, Nelson Aguilar, who is still a meme, but he has improved a lot. Mike Williams. And his offensive line is still decent with guys like Gabe Jackson, really. Rodney Hudson.
0: But
1: I, Don't I, look
3: me like that, that that's not
1: Mike Williams he, plays for the Chargers, bro. He's, no, we, still, he's still a good option, Tyrell Williams.
3: No, Mike Williams is on of the, the year. year.
1: Tyrell well, Williams I think is Williams
2: out for
3: the, for the year. Chargers. Tyrell's out for the year. I'm pretty sure Mike Williams is a Raider.
2: Mm-hmm. I don't know what they gave you after your wrestling match today, bro, but you're tripping. <laughs> you're tripping balls right now. Yeah,
1: he is on the Chargers.
2: Wait, wait, wait. I just
1: want to say a little <laughs> shout out. I'm pretty sure Anthony is a county champion. Is that what that is for wrestling?
3: No, I want to. That's all I want right now. That's all I want.
0: County champion.
3: That's oh, you're not. Right, you're going okay, down, correction. Mike Williams is not a Las Vegas Raider, but they still have Henry Ruggs. They still have Hunter yep. Renfro, who has showed signs of greatness. Amara really. Cooper.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Marcus
1: Allen. I, really no, I, I, I
2: agree,
1: agree with Anthony here. I, I, do, I like what Anthony's spitting here. Anthony's I, had the,
3: ahead, I, had this whole, I had this whole thing planned out in my head. Now you dickheads. No. Threw off.
1: <laughs> As they I support.
3: Jerry Rice. Okay. And they still have a defense, which is filled with veterans like LaMarcus Joyner, guys like I'm gonna smack the fuck out of oh, you, no, you, you. Go ahead. Go
0: ahead.
3: <laughs> no, I don't want to go ahead. I'm just gonna cover my screen with Graham on the left side. Hey,
1: hey, we gave it to Graham last time. Now, now you gotta, be, you gotta take it back.
3: Sure. I did give it to Graham. I did give it to Graham. Dad, yeah. no homo. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: god.
3: <laughs> oh, I, I hate you guys. But yeah, I believe in their defense, and they have a schedule. I, I have it. I think they can squeak out eight, seven, eight wins, maybe. Be a nine and seventeen he he just hit something he just hit some sort of sound effect
2: no I, but, didn't. I was just checking to see my prediction okay. for, the, for the Raiders this year.
3: What's your prediction for the Raiders this year? Five and eleven. I don't think they're going no five and eleven buddy
0: Anthony's like
2: flip it.
3: I don't, I don't, think, I don't <laughs> think I don't think I don't think no I think nine and seven. Well to
2: be fair questions. I think that's to be fair this was this prediction was made before um the Broncos decided to go to the shitter, exactly. As, as well as the Falcons, as well as the Dolphins.
3: I say, so, I say they. I'm gonna pull up the rest of their schedule. They're gonna get swept by the Chiefs. I'm picking the Chiefs for this week. I'm not saying that the Raiders are gonna go in and pull oh, off some you did all oh, that for nothing. God, oh, but okay, I want to just dolphins. prove how high I am on the Raiders.
1: Oh, okay. I, thought, I, I was, I was thinking Anthony was gonna have like the upside of the year planned here.
3: No. Not at all. They play I would, I they're I Kansas City. They they're, going into, life, bro. they're going into a bye week next week. And then they play Tampa Bay Sunday night in Vegas and Cleveland the next week. I think they can steal one of those games, honestly. I think they well, I'm think leaving more
2: losses on the rest of their schedule. What's up? <laughs> Don't worry about it, bro. <laughs>
1: Guys, we got we got all season to get to these games.
3: We got true, true. They're gonna sweep Denver. They're gonna beat Miami. They're gonna they're gonna take one game, lose one game to the Chargers. They're gonna beat the Colts, Jets, okay, okay. Falcons. Raiders are gonna be in the cap, playoffs this cap, year.
0: Cat, cat.
3: Raiders are gonna be in the playoffs this year.
0: Oh my god! Hey, with the, with the Cue the
3: Jim Moore clip. Cue the Jim Moore <laughs> clip. <The>
2: Raiders <laughs> will be in the playoffs. <laughs> playoffs? And- oh uh, th- playoffs. Don't talk about playoffs.
1: With the extended playing field, we may see something interesting out there
3: out west. They're going to be in the playoffs. Now, hear me out. I know we're, I think we're spending a little more time on this game. We need to be, but I think there's four pieces of real estate that are pretty much locked up in the AFC Chiefs, Ravens, Bills, Pats. I think those teams are, I think those teams, you want to say six? Who are the other two?
2: Titans, Steelers. Okay. Oh, wow.
0: Well, okay. even still, they're the Bro, seventh Get the team. Titans out of here.
3: Those are two teams that I believe could <laughs> uh, make the playoffs, definitely. Uh, but it's going to be a toss-up between Indy and Tennessee. I think Tennessee gets the edge over them, but it could come down to the wire. And then it's going to be a race between Pittsburgh, Indy, and Las Vegas. And I think Las Vegas can honestly squeak in there.
0: The, t- the Titans and the Raiders are on the same level for me. What?
3: All right, that's a little All bit. What do we see,
0: Graham? I mean, both have both have pretty average quarterbacks, in my opinion. Both have. Shut up, Running backs. Derek Carr is
3: number seven in the, football. I'm give, kidding. Give I'm Tennessee, kidding, Tennessee the advantage defense.
2: Defense. Don't I mean, even compare. Freaking A.J. Brown and Corey Davis to Hunter Renfro and Henry Ruggs. I did not on the compare same their level. Receivers.
0: I said their quarterbacks are about average. Okay,
3: yeah, but like...
0: In their running game, are, they both have great running games. The passing attack of the Titans isn't that good.
3: Derek Carr is on another level than Ryan Tannehill. Oh, my God. I love Derek Carr, dude. I'm sure a
2: popular belief, everyone. The four of us are friends. So. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Derek, look at the stats. Derek Carr is thrown for Derek Carr was over a MVP thousand candidate. yards, and he ha- he doesn't right. have any reception yet. I don't believe
1: yeah. he was he was an MVP candidate a few years ago. I give him credit for credits, too. But Graham, you want to? That's un- what
3: I'm I seeing. The the this
2: week, just fucking go, Pat. I pick the Chiefs. <laughs>
1: All right, yeah, I'll pick the Chiefs. I mean, I was gonna pick gotta, the Chiefs. Yeah, we
2: quicken uh, that one up.
3: Eight touchdowns, no picks for Carr this year, on top of That's over a shot. thousand yards. I thought you meant this week.
2: I was like, "Holy shit!" <laughs>
3: hey, touchdowns. relax there, buddy. I'm not that delusional. <laughs>
1: I think Derek Carr is gonna have one thousand two hundred yards this week. Uh,
3: <laughs> relax there, buddy. <laughs> right, next, I'm not that. I'm not that high.
1: <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> next, next one PM game we have is the Cardinals or the Jets. If you want to go with a quick one, I think that this is a pretty easy one. I don't even know if it's anything.
0: Yeah,
1: I don't have to. I'm, I'm not an. Until
0: I until Adam Gase is fired, I will never pick the
1: Jets. Yeah. Okay, Cardinals.
0: Cardinals.
1: Easy one. Um, Grant, <laughs> next one, job are the... That was Graham's upset. What? That was Graham's <laughs> upset? <laughs> uh, yeah, right. Um,
2: That's next my lock be... of the week. Fuck off.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, actually, yeah, that 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 can be...
3: I won't have the nope, same one.
2: I called it first. I called it first. Oh, shit.
1: I okay. think
3: there's a few more locks for this there's week that we ones. can pick.
1: There probably are. Probably are. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's there's plenty the, to go around. Like, like the Giants. Yeah, there yeah, are plenty
3: yeah. to go around. <laughs> go ahead.
1: All right, all right. If I could talk.
3: I call Seattle.
1: Rams at Washington. This is an easy one, too. We have a lot of easy well, ones.
0: You just brought up my lock of the week. Jordan, you know what? <laughs> 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 the advantage Pat. of being in first is I get to pick my lock of the week first. Pat, like I said,
3: there's plenty to go around, buddy.
0: That's true, that's true. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know if there's, we have to go too in-depth on this game. I feel like it's pretty – I think it's going to be a sweep. Um, yeah, One PMs are pretty easy, actually, a lot of them. I mean, and Haskins looked like maybe after after week three he was going to lose his job. I don't even know if Alex Smith is, like, cleared to play. Is he? he I don't know. I don't I know. but I would ha- love
1: to see him get in a game.
0: There, yeah, I know good. there was a meeting that happened with Washington where they, they were saying, like, to Haskins, you got to be better. And he actually – didn't like, play that bad last no, week. He, he, no, he, he played good is what I'm saying. I'm saying yeah. – in the middle of week three and four, there was, like, talk yeah, about – Yeah. And I mean, I think Haskins is looking good, good enough to keep keep that uh, the starting spot, but they don't have enough offensive power. The Rams' defense he, like, actually has looked pretty good. Yeah, and, last year they
2: had, like, 300 yards, no touchdowns, no picks. Yes,
0: yeah, so, I mean – No yeah. picks is the important part. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, true. Yep. But, yeah, I think Rams th- – their defense has looked actually pretty good. Um, and Jared Goff, I was high on him from the beginning of the season. I think he's proven that he's still – um, at at worst, an average quarterback, and has still has the upside that we saw a couple of years ago. So I'm going Rams.
3: Yeah, it's hard to pick against the Rams here. Like another team, Chase Young is now down for. Wait, really,
2: I missed that. Yeah, he's out. Yeah, he got hurt. Uh, I think How long? Year. I, I high, at least three weeks. Couldn't tell you,
3: but oh, it's Jesus. definitely going to hurt them. As they showed signs of promise that they could have a top front seven in football against the Eagles in Week One. But you can't really pick against the Rams here. They look really good this year, that dynamic offense. And I think Aaron Donald is going to have himself an absolute game.
2: I'm going to have to agree. I'm going to go with the Rams. But Washington covers plus eight and a half. Rams couldn't cover against the fucking Giants. They put up 17 on the worst defense in football. So true. I, I think that I think that washington is undeniably better than new york both overall on uh, like overall on offense and on defense and all facets of the game i think they're better than new york but i think that the rams will come away with it in the end
1: yeah i think it's an easy one for the rams uh i think that they're gonna i think the rams will cover just because i think that maybe just had an off week um in new york you can't be putting up 30 points there i mean you could you could put up 30 points every week like they did a couple of years ago back in 2018, but mm-hmm. you know, you can't, I'm not going to expect them to do that. Um, but I would, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Washington put up a, a solid game, uh, but I got to go with the Rams here. I think it's a pretty easy one. Yeah. Uh, next one we got is the Eagles at the Steelers. Steelers are currently undefeated um, at 3-0 and because their game against the Titans got delayed obviously due to COVID-19.
0: Uh,
3: Titans would have won that game.
0: You think no. so? I think you Steelers- jump on Steelers- and off on Steel- Steel- you ju- jump on and off the Titans bandwagon. <laughs> no,
3: but I, I don't believe in the Steelers. No, not you,
0: not you, Graham. I know you're on
3: it. <laughs> I just don't believe in the Steelers.
2: Okay. Right. I'm starting to believe in them a little bit more now. Uh yeah, Ben Roethlisberger has proved me wrong. Be it a good way until my turn. Yeah. I mean
0: Graham started Big Ben once again, I feel like every year we always we are always like Kinda of like how Brady people were with Brady, like all right, he's the year, maybe he drops off. But he's started the year like pretty good. I mean, he's not up there with the you know, like Deshaun Watson or any of the big guys, but like he he's not well, no one's expecting him to be that. They have a good enough defense where you have a service or quarterback, a decent run game, you're still able to win games. And evidently that's true. Um, on the other side, Wentz a bit of an improvement last week, being able to beat the the forty nineers and 49ers 49ers. Team. But yeah, exactly. I mean the d- we say, we say that, but Wentz kind of, I mean, that was kind of like a prove it game, like prove you're still relevant. And I mean, he didn't even play that well. He played, he played decently, but he's yet to throw for a passing touchdown. I think in the last couple of weeks, he ran, he ran one in um, last week. I don't think he, I think maybe miles Sanders got one on a run, but um, he still hasn't really proven to me that he is, you know, his, his old self um, pre injuries. Um, so I'm just going to go with the Steelers. I think the defense is going to be able to, Stop Wentz, which shouldn't be too hard. Um, And we talked about that offensive line Anthony mentioned earlier. um, That got tossed around by Washington week one. Uh, The Steelers' uh, front seven is no joke either. So I think they're going to have a field day. uh, And Wentz is going to be running around a lot more uh, than he has been.
3: Now, these are two teams I really wasn't that high on going into the season. The Steelers, I believe, could prove me wrong. Don't get me wrong there. But they just haven't. They haven't had their test yet. And if they crumble against a good team like Baltimore, or I don't even know who they – I think they play Buffalo. If they crumble against a team like that, then I, I have very high doubts for this Pittsburgh Steelers team. I mean, Ben Roethlisberger, yeah, it's good to see him back. Well, not good because I don't like the guy. He's been a pain in our ass for years, even though we beat him up a little bit. But the fact is he's doing his job now he's a game manager now. Not that he's really a game manager, but he's not the same big Ben that he was. And I think Juju is finally proving that he is the number 1 target. He is a great number 1 receiver with the catches and that he's able to make. I think he's talented overall. And Philly they really, they just they barely squeak one, they barely squeaked one out against a banged up Niners team all over the board. And yeah. For that, I I just can't really give them any credit. The Niners had to make a change at quarterback like New England. They had to go from their second string to their third string because their second string shit the bed. So, for that, I'm going to pick Pittsburgh.
2: I agree. I'm going to go with Pittsburgh as well. But, at the same time, it's like you said. I think that Pittsburgh can make a run through the regular season. But, like you said, Anthony, they haven't really played a real team yet. The Teams that they've played are very, very weak. They played the Giants, Broncos, and Houston. So, hey, nope. I hate to
3: say it, I hate to say it, but this is reminding me of us last year.
2: Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Yeah, they're no Super Bowl contender, but I think the Steelers are going to lock up a playoff spot. Oh, by the way, when I was talking about locks for the playoffs, I forgot to mention I think Cleveland is a lock.
3: I forgot so. about them. Yeah.
2: I was going to say, when you said that, I was like, damn, you can click Cleveland. I forgot to mention. I forgot to mention. I'm I forgot sure about
3: Cleveland. I really I'm,
2: forgot about Cleveland. I am 99% sure that the Browns will make the playoffs. But all of that being said, back to this game with the Steelers and the Eagles. The Eagles' defense has shown me absolutely nothing. The Eagles' defense has shown me nothing. They couldn't stop Dwayne Haskins. That says everything that it needs, Like that you need to see. Uh, on top of that... The Steelers are able to put up points. like They're like the Titans. They put up points when they need to. Uh, and so that's they're getting big plays when they're necessary. I don't really have faith in their running back room at all. James Conner is not the same player that he was two years ago for whatever reason. And it's like you said, Juju Smith-Schuster is having a bounce-back year. Deontay Johnson is breaking out. James Washington is still a solid option. They have Eric Ebron now. But I feel like as Big Ben gets to start playing some of the more elite teams in the league, such as Buffalo, such as Kansas city, such as Baltimore twice. I don't think that they're going to be able to hold up. And I think that they're going to be one of those teams that finishes above 500 by beating teams that are below 500. Mm -hmm. So I I think, I think that they're going to be able to put together a solid season, but I don't think they'll (laughs) go anywhere in the playoffs.
3: If they played my Raiders, they'd get smacked.
2: That's a topic for another day.
3: Uh, My
1: i think Cross that um this game i feel like is pretty easy uh kind of combining what you guys said um i know graham's playing a soundbite right now that he's just pretty layers um maybe not but jordan <laughs> said you know obviously wentz was running around from that washington front seven week one and this sealer's defense is a lot better <laughs> all across the board so yeah. um I expect Carson Wentz to be shitting his pants back there in the pocket. Um, And I think the Steelers, you know, I think they're a good team. I don't really fault them for having played bad teams. I think they're a team much like the uh, Buccaneers that are going to get better as the season progresses. I'm not saying they're going to contend with Baltimore and Kansas City. Um, But I think Big Ben has also shown that he can – he's still got something there. And uh, comparing them to last year's Patriots team I think is a good comparison, but also – This offense, I think, is much better than that. They have better weapons. They have a solid run game, even if they can't get the passing game going. Um, The Eagles have Darius Slay, who may be able to help negate Juju smith Schuster, but they also have some other good options there. Uh, I think it's a pretty easy win for the Steelers. It's going to be my lock of the week. Um, And, yeah, that's really all I got to say on that. Moving into our only 4.05 p.m. game, we got the 49ers hosting the Dolphins. I don't know if Jimmy Garoppolo is playing. I
3: think he's playing Uh, this week.
1: Even Yeah, he is.
2: Okay. It's, um, still, it's still up in the air from what I've seen. That's the word around the
3: house. That's what my brother keeps telling me. Oh, Jimmy G yeah. is playing. Jimmy G <laughs> yeah. is playing. That's so, all I hear. So I'll take Myers it.
2: are it. still
1: very banged up. Um, and the yeah. Dolphins had a kind of competitive game last week against the Seahawks, who many consider to be among the top two or three teams in the league. Um, Jordan, get a start to hear. What he got?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think this is kind of a toss-up game. I don't think picking the Dolphins is like out of left field. Um, for me though, Jimmy G coming back from like we said what we hear, that kind of flips it to the forty nine ers for me. I'm gonna stick with that. Um, but if if um, if Mullins starts or Beathard starts, whoever it may be, um, I'm I would flip and pick the Dolphins. So I think it's that much of a toss up right now. I think Moser is set set to come back as well. And he is, you know, the dynamic runner that they're There's missing.
3: Sherman's coming back this week. This week or next week, Sherman comes back.
0: Okay. So I mean they've got they get, like like we've said, they've got a lot of you know, injuries and and they're pretty beaten up. Um, But I think that that defense is still able to contain at least what I think is going to be able to contain Fitzpatrick and kind of a weak Dolphins offense. Um, And especially like we said, like I said, if Jimmy G's back, um, it gives them a a much better quarterback compared to Nick Mullins. And um, I think they're able to steal this, but I think it will be close.
3: I agree with Jordan in the sense that it could be close because Miami, for some reason, is just always tough and gritty against the, the better teams in the league. And it's been a reoccurring theme every year. I mean, look what they did to us last year. We thought we were going to easily get a first-round bye. We got Miami at home week 17.
1: I was Didn't. at my That game was pure pain.
3: Yeah. yeah. That wasn't very fun. And like you said, you got a very banged-up 49ers team. Britain, I can't really speak right now. It's 10:30. Nearly nearly squeak one out against the Eagles in a game that I believe they really should have won if Mullins wasn't wasn't an absolute jackass. I said he was the biggest dope in football. And then Brian Hoyer happened last night. But <laughs> it's really like like you said, Jordan, it's if Jimmy G plays, I'm leaning towards the Niners. But if he doesn't, I have no faith in Nick Mullins to produce anything regardless of who he's playing. But we're gonna stick with the fact that Jimmy G is playing. I'm gonna play it safe. I'm gonna take San Francisco.
2: Mm-hmm. No, Jordan, you took San Francisco, right? Yeah I did. Okay. Yeah. So uh, yeah I'm you're good. I'm gonna go ahead and take San Francisco mm-hmm. as well. I think that their offense is kinda eh right now. Mm-hmm. But Debo Samuel is back, which is big. He's one of the most underrated receivers in the NFL, in my opinion. I I loved him coming out of South Carolina. I loved watching him play. He's electric. Uh, He and I both are that kind of player that can just break one at any moment. And they're going to be fun to watch. They've got Kittle back now. I think that whether Jimmy G plays or not, honestly, okay, so here's how I see it. If Beathard or Jimmy G plays, they'll be straight. But if they put in Nick Mullins, I think it's over.
3: Mm.
0: Wow.
2: So – Um, But that being said, Miami, I don't know that they can hang. Just plain and simple. They're going to be decent before too much longer, though. So that's all I'll say. I got San Francisco, though.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I also um, am going with the Niners. Kind of regardless of who they start at quarterback. You know, especially if it's Jimmy G, I think they'll handle it. But I like what you said there, Graham. I think um, Ayuk is a guy who can really... um, Break games open. I think he has great playmaking ability. He's really fast, very athletic. Um, he hurtled the shit out of somebody yeah. uh, last my week.
2: Soul got, my got me big was fantasy like, points. Oh
1: yeah. yeah, that, that was crazy. pretty creepy. Um, I just think the the Dolphins just aren't there where they can compete with teams who are um, a couple, tiers above them, even if the Niners are banged up. But I think the Dolphins definitely have the potential to make it competitive with their um, – they have some good defensive players. They have some offensive – um, talent as well, especially Ryan Fitzpatrick. I think he's having a great season. But that being said, this one's going to be a sweep for all of us. 49ers. Um, moving into the 425s, we got Giants at Cowboys. Um, actually, a game that could be very interesting in the standings. If the Giants win, they will hold the tiebreaker over the <laughs> Dallas Cowboys, sending them to the basement. So, um, interesting yeah.
3: game. Jordan- Graham right now. <laughs> Look at Graham right now. Alexa Play Wolf by Kanye West. I am having a very bad day. I am in no more. This <laughs> today is one of the worst days that I've had in a long time. I mean, I don't know. I, I
0: as much as I want to infuriate Graham and shit on the Cowboys, uh he's am right. gonna do it later. He's right in the sense that uh, you know, as much as they haven't looked very good and haven't won. Well, they've looked good, but haven't won games is the problem. And mm-hmm. the fact that that the NFC East is such a shit show right now, they really should be capitalizing on that and take they taking that lead three or four game lead early on in the season to give them a little bit of a cushion. So when they face tough teams later on, they can win, lose one or two. But um, once again, is, the talent is there and Dak Prescott still looks fantastic. And Amari Cooper had a week last game um cd lamps kind of breaking and breaking out and becoming that too honestly ahead of gallop um, Gallup is still not getting any fantasy
3: points
0: <laughs> pat's gonna offer me another gallop trade this week
3: <laughs> <I'm
2: really> <laughs> <coming>. <laughs> <laughs> um but gallop for kareem hunt yeah Gall- <laughs> <laughs> i think i've had that
3: my now that chubb is on ir oh, for a little bit he should oh, really yeah. pursue that one yeah,
2: oh,
0: yeah not to go off on a tangent but in our ride the wave league uh I put hunt on the trade block probably all last week probably got 20 offers I got lowballed but Pat didn't lowball me but I got lowballs from some other guys
3: didn't take low-balled any of them out.
0: people people were uh, <laughs> people were really trying to get him and then uh, he said that not me then all of a sudden I get flooded with offers after Trump goes down as if I'm like under a rock and I didn't see what happened but um, <laughs> but yeah back to the max to the main point I'm taking Cowboys I don't have anything else to say on that it's the Giants I I mean, without Saquon, they're a joke. They're a college team, honestly. Um, so I'm going with the Cowboys. The
1: disrespect the college teams on that one, Jordan.
0: Well, uh, they're okay, here, let me <laughs> let me clarify. They're they're like a division like two bottom feet in college. Okay. Yeah, I like that.
3: <laughs> All right, that's, that's tough. But <laughs> It's really hard to pick against Dallas here, which I'm going to pick Dallas. But I think the funniest part about the Giants is, once again, shameless. I live in New York, blog, that I do every week. It's always hey, – Wait, 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 wait. Anthony lives in New York? That's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy, bro. Wow. Wow.
2: Wow, bro. That's crazy. That- you don't know that? Oh, my God. Yeah, I live
3: in New <laughs> a newer version of it.
2: It live in Old but- York
3: old <laughs> no but i think it's funny hearing in years past it's always giants and jets fans there's, there's always been that new york tension uh, oh the giants are better no the jets are better nah they're arguing over who's worse this year there's giants fans <laughs> saying no the giants are worse this year and then the jets fans are saying no the jets are absolute shit this year the giants would decimate them i just think that's really funny that's all i really have to say about this game but it could be really interesting to see what happens if the giants somehow do Pull off the upset, which I hope they do, just so Graham is wrong. I'm kidding, buddy. I love you. But.
2: No, the fuck you don't.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Pain. He's going to cry himself to sleep tonight.
2: Champagne without a sham. Somebody, please. Somebody, please save Dak Prescott. Please. I made him.
1: on that boat. I'm on that boat so.
2: I made him my loser of the week last week for the fact that he put up. Nearly like thirty-five points on the Seahawks without Ezekiel Elliott doing jack shit, and he still lost. The fact that listen, he put he's put up thirty-five points two three weeks in a row, I think.
3: Yeah.
2: And if it weren't for the Falcons being horrible, they'd be zero and four right now, simply because yeah. their defense is horseshit. And I knew that their secondary would be bad coming into the year. I knew it would be bad.
3: We all said it would be bad.
2: We everybody knew it was going to be bad, but. Their front four isn't as good as I thought it would be. Their linebacking group has had major injuries with Vander Esch and Sean Lee going down for an extended period of time. I'm pretty sure Chidobe Awuzie is out too now. And he's like their only viable member of the secondary. Mm -hmm. So they have nobody on defense. That being said, as bad as their defense is, Cleveland is a good team. Seattle is a good team. And Atlanta has a good offense. We've been over all of this. I think that it may be – an we, it, it's a fair assertion to say that their defense is bad. but I don't – I think it's a little bit of an overreaction to say that they're done because of their defense. And this is why they play in the NFC East. Yeah, true. Because the Eagles, Washington, and the Giants, none of them are going to be able to hang with that offense one way or the other. So I think that as long as their offense can stay healthy, they can still lock up a playoff spot. And by the time the playoffs come around, their defense can rest up, be healthy again, and they might be able to do something in the playoffs. I think the Super Bowl is a little bit out of reach at this point, so I may want to backtrack on that. But that being said, I still have faith in the Cowboys to be able to make some noise in the playoffs this year. All of that to say that the Giants are terrible and the Cowboys will win by 20.
0: I thought you were going to say the Giants are going to win. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, I got to agree with you all here.
1: Um, the Giants have scored three touchdowns this whole year. Odell scored was, five. Odell has five or whatever it is. Cam Newton has, has four um, yeah. alone. Uh, so bad. The, I, I am very much with Graham on that. I felt so bad watching that game. Please free Dak Prescott. He's on pace for 6,700 yards right now, and he's one in three.
2: Insane, you could say oh,
1: dude. oh he got those yards in garbage time. But yeah, I mean he wouldn't it be It doesn't getting- matter,
2: dude. They still count.
1: Yeah, they could say that, but they still count, and he's trying to get them back in the game. He's the only reason they're even competitive right now. A defense the defense has scored not negative fantasy points in one week, and that was week one. Um, <laughs> so they scored negative nine last week, which shows you just yeah how terrible they've really been performing. They haven't been performing at all. That I played death, the person
2: who had them and I still lost. Somebody <laughs> rostered, and a rostered. they yeah, started well, the Cowboys defense? Oh, my God. Jeez. Uh, that's, um, cool. that's, strategy.
1: That, that, that's terrible, but not as terrible as the Giants, who are god-awful. So I got to go with the Cowboys here. I think it's pretty Can easy. I tell
3: a defensive uh, fantasy story that, I've experienced. that? i experienced? I want to tell a little story about um, a, de- a defense that I've started in fantasy. Mm-hmm. So I forget what team I had. On um, defense, and they had to buy that week, so I had to put them on the bench, and I had to pick up a new defense for that week. The only thing really available was Cincinnati. I don't remember who Cincinnati played, but they put up twenty-four fucking points that week, the week that I started them, and I was like, "Oh my fucking god!" They scored like three touchdowns. <laughs> I was and... back with
1: Cincinnati. Cincinnati actually had a defense.
3: <laughs> no, they were still <laughs> they were still dog shit that year. I think it was like a year or two ago. But oh, really? yeah, I I love that day so much. Uh, I think I I probably still lost in fantasy because my team did jack shit. But
1: <laughs> it goes to show you yeah, anything can happen in the in the NFL. Hell yeah. yeah. Anyway, moving on from that, um, my fantasy teams I went So please cry right before me. The Broncos <laughs> are going to New England to play the Patriots. The Broncos are so banged up. They're more banged up than I can't put <laughs> an analogy right now. But they're very banged up, and this should be. You think miserable. they're
3: more banged up than the Niners? Mm.
1: Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, um, I just I about
0: my... just made a really bad joke. What yeah, that? I can I was sensing something was going to come, but no one said anything. So,
1: um
0: well, anyway,
1: before this podcast gets gets X rated off the rails, X rated. Hey yo,
3: X rated. <laughs> hey yo, chill, chill. chill. <laughs> something chill. Too.
1: That's what I mean. Alright, anyway, please just get into your pick, Jordan. I think it's gonna be an easy one given that we're all Yeah fans. I mean,
0: here, I'll preface I'll I'll just disclaimer. I'm never I'm going to pick the paths every single week. So you will always I will not get 16 out of 16 on any given week. I'll never get a hundred percent. So um I mean you could. But well I, oh you true, I guess you're right. That didn't make any sense. Disregard what I said. Um, but either way, I'm picking the Pats every single week because I just can't stand picking against them and then the watching the game. I just can't do that. So I mean, they're going to be without Newton probably. I mean, there's like a long shot, I guess, for them for him to start if he like. There's some weird formula. Where he tests negative twice, and I don't know. Um, he can but get back
3: as soon as Friday, I think.
0: Yeah, and I mean, maybe it happens, but maybe they also just give him some extra time because they think they can handle this Broncos team that, like we've said, is so beat up. Stidham is probably going to be the starter. I can't see them going back to Warrior. And, uh, and Drew Locke isn't ready yet because he sat out today. So I don't think he's going to be back. Um, and I think the Pats will squeak out a much-needed victory um, and come out of this Cam, Cam newton list stretch at 500, which is a huge W if they can do that.
3: Yeah, I really want to go into last night's game. Well, last night's being it's Tuesday right now. But I'm going to try and keep it short. Uh, Brian Hoyer, the destroyer, it's very vague. But he was really destroying our chances of winning that game last night, not the defense. Mm -hmm. But that game just infuriated me in any way. And you can say that the refs bailed Kansas City out. Yeah, they always do that. Kansas City still wins. But we just shot ourselves in the foot too many times. In that game. And it's to the point where I think if they called that a a fumble and recovery by New England, if who picked it up? I think...
1: Wise, I think. It was probably Wise.
0: Dietrich.
3: It was probably Dietrich that picked it up. And if he somehow got tackled, we weren't fucking scoring. Let's be real here. This was Brian Hoyer, for Christ's sake. And the only positive...
2: What else is new about the refs screwing us against the Chiefs? Not to be a Pats really? fan or anything, but, like, come on, bro.
3: Yeah, it's – as soon as I saw that they, they didn't call it a fumble, I had an immediate flashback. Like, you know the meme of the Chihuahua with, like, all the war shit going on in the back? Yep. That was me. That was literally me thinking of the Nikhil Harry out-of-bounds call. But I'm done talking about that shit show. The defense looked fan fucking fantastic. I think they're – top tier, top three maybe, just based on that performance. You can say they're top three based on that performance. I see Jordan's the only one not looking up. <laughs> see, he agrees with me, right, buddy?
0: I got you. I'll back you up.
3: <laughs> I'm, I'm done with my outlandish takes for today. But <laughs> New England's definitely going to win this one. I think if Stidham started from the beginning, which I think he should have, would have been a much closer game. and I. Can't see them starting Brian Hoyer again. Yeah, no. That's, I don't, and if that happens, I think we should all make a bet if that happens. Like, we'll do some, like, crazy shit if that happens. So, thinking that Stidham's going to start this week, I'm going to pick New England.
2: If Brian Hoyer starts against the Broncos this week, I'll jump in a fountain at school.
3: <laughs> Naked. <laughs> there you got... Naked. I didn't say that. <laughs> I didn't say that. Whoa, whoa, hey yo, hey (laughs) yo, chill, chill, chill. Hey yo, I'm not watching him, I'm not enjoying it.
2: Lindsey Anthony. (laughs) Yo, I'm just saying, man, like, Stidham, first of all, I want to address his two picks. He looked good, except for the two interceptions. And one of the pick six wasn't his fault. That's Edelman. Everybody knows that one was on Edelman. It's the same thing as the other one. The the other one. Okay. It is on Stidham, but at the same time, it's a li- I mean, like, it's a pick? little bit of a it's tough though.
1: End zone pick. It's okay. Yes. Here's the thing. It's, at least, well, the not... thing is, at least he was going deep compared to Brian Hoyer. I, I respect is. going for that kind.
2: Even more so, even compared to Tom Brady, Brady would have thrown it Brady three yards behind on the him. scrimmage. Brady
0: overthrows him there, him
2: No, on. he would have thrown a check down on that down and yardage. No,
0: bro. No, 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 no. It, no
3: Brady, Brady he would he not, him. His deep
0: ball is not that good. He would have. Definitely overthrowing that ball. That's what I don't like about Stidham. I don't like him underthrowing that. That's not a good sign. You can. He needs to overthrow that, if anything. But go ahead, guys. That comes with time.
2: Anyways, I, I think that Stidham showed flashes. And I think that last night solidified our quarterback depth chart. It should 100% be Cam Stidham Hoyer. 100%. Hoyer because, should
1: be on the roster. Yeah. On.
2: Dude, Hoyer shouldn't be on any roster. Hoyer shouldn't be allowed to watch a football game again in his life. A <laughs> man should just retire to like a trailer park outside of a bowling alley in Iowa that's or some shit. Like damn.
3: That. damn! Stop! Stop! Damn. Stop!
1: God, motherfucking damn!
2: That's that's too much. No,
3: it's not. No, Dude, no,
2: he missed throws last night that I could have made if you put pads stop.
3: on me. Graham, stop. Graham, <laughs> Graham stop.
2: Do you think that Brian Hoyer listens to this podcast? Me neither. So, I, I hope he does.
3: I hope he does. I, I really hope okay, he does. Okay, listen.
2: The last person that I called out like this was Al Horford, and he hasn't said anything to me yet, so I'm going to keep talking my shit as long as nobody calls me I out. Okay. Brian, Hoyer needs, Brian Hoyer needs to hear this, so I hope he does. Yes, to exactly. Brian
3: exactly. Hoyer's gonna hear this, and he's gonna have the biggest comeback story ever. He's gonna. Prove I wouldn't
2: wish living in Iowa on my worst enemy, but I'm wishing it upon Brian Hoyer. <laughs> there go our Iowa listeners. I'd want to live in Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> imagine you're like you are born in Iowa. in Iowa. Like imagine you're born in Iowa. Like, your life's just over automatically. Like <laughs> no, <laughs> you can't do anything with that. <gasps> Damn.
3: No, it's Damn.
2: not. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay.
3: I was a nice, quiet place, and I like nice and quiet. It's
1: quiet, it's quiet because no one's there. And there's nothing to do.
3: Exactly. Well, not nothing to do. You can make something. You can go make out, out
2: with your scarecrow or some shit like that. You can <laughs> make
3: something out of nothing. Corey Taylor made it out of Iowa. Seth Rollins made it out of Iowa. Look at everyone making it out of Iowa. Hmm.
1: Two people. Pat's cover. Yeah. Yeah, Pat. Yeah, Pat's cover. I don't really have my, I don't really have a lot to say on that. Uh, um, Anyway, (laughs) there's an interesting game coming up here at 425. Also, the Colts at the Browns. The Browns had an impressive win that they almost blew against the Dallas Cowboys. Um, And the Colts' defense has been among the best in the league, if not the best thus far. Jordan, what do you have for me?
0: This could be a close one, honestly, because... I'm going to stop you right there.
1: (laughs) You don't think this is going to be a close one? No, I just wanted to stop you.
2: Oh, uh, you <laughs> fucking hate the sound of his voice. God damn. <laughs> you
1: express my power as host over you. Uh,
2: uh, okay, I res- Irish. Pat's that. been getting talked over for so
0: long. That's true. That is true. We <laughs> yeah, kind of okay. All right, but uh, I think it could be a close one because I think the Browns thrive on the running game, and the Colts' run defense has been like top in the league. We mentioned I think like only one one guy's gone over 100 scrimmage yards or something like that. Um. And so I think that, that that could be an issue for the Browns, but OBJ looking like his old self in the past couple of weeks is promising for them, at least if you're a Cleveland Browns fan. Um, and the Colts struggle, like have been struggling on the offensive end, like especially with Philip Rivers back there. Graham, I know he has some <laughs> has something to say about him, but uh, uh, Jonathan Taylor hasn't looked great in the past couple of weeks, um, and I think that they are going to lean heavily on their run game. So the Browns can slow that down, which I think they will to an extent. Get a couple um scores early on um i think that they'll they'll sit well with like a i don't know six or seven point victory
3: this game is going to come down to whichever quarterback plays the best because we know philip rivers can have his moments and we know baker mayfield can have his moments and i feel like that the browns are really going to have to rely on their passing game which i don't think is going to be a tough thing to do Look at their targets. Look at the targets that he has. But because of the fact that Nick Chubb is going to be gone for this game and they're going to be playing the Colts who have an outstanding run defense, how how long is Kareem Hunt going to be able to carry that workload for? That he, It's not that constant rotation, that one-two punch of Chubb, Hunt, Hunt, Chubb, like whatever they're doing with that run game. Yeah. And I think that the Colts can really take advantage of that. So it's up to Baker Mayfield to make the tight throws Hit hey, Odell. Do what he's got to do. And on the Colts' end, ugh, I don't think Phillip Rivers is going to be there. I just think because I think he's the most bipolar player in football, that he has an outstanding game one week. It's a funny and then way. He absolutely. What? He has a shit game the next week. And then he has a good game, but he blows it in the end. Of next. It's just, He's just all over the fucking place. I think the Browns are going to win this one, but it's going to be very close.
2: I think I'm going to have to agree. The Browns have a top five run defense in the NFL. Yeah. That is something that I did not expect to be Crazy. able to say. They're holding opponents under 100 yards a game, which is insane.
3: Come to New England, bitches. Come on.
2: They've played some pretty decent running offenses as well. They've played Baltimore. They've played uh, They played Dallas this past Baltimore week. Baltimore didn't run for 100 over them on them? Uh, I didn't say that. I said they averaged under 100.
1: Oh, okay, okay, okay. I don't
2: oh, know. Baltimore, 9, Baltimore. I what just, I'm saying is was... they've played against Lamar and Mark Ingram. They've played against Ezekiel Elliott. They've played against Joe Mixon. And they've played against Washington. So, But still, Washington, Gibson, all right. all right. Joe Mixon, Ezekiel Elliott, and the Ravens backfield is a pretty hefty trio to hold under 100 you yards can, on average.
3: To make up for the – to make up for Washington, you can put Dak Prescott because he can make plays with his legs.
2: That's true. That's so true, too. It's about the same thing. Anyways, that, all that being said, that means that the Browns are going to force Phillip Rivers to beat them with, their, with his arm. What? He hasn't been throwing to t- – <laughs> the one arm at, that he at,
1: has. And he wears a Philip Rivers jersey.
2: Fuck Phillip Rivers, bro. <laughs> I, I think that he hasn't been throwing to T.Y. Hilton at all either, which –
1: no, that's weird, too.
2: I don't get I don't get that at all. And, I mean, he's not the top ten receiver that he used to be, but he's still a decent guy to have on your receiving room. So, I think the Browns will come away with this one by one to two scores. It's, it'll be, air quotes, close. But I think that Cleveland will have this one in, in the bag. Pat's going to ruin the sweep.
1: No, you know, I, I was going to go with the Colts, but now I'm not so sure. Because looking at this, the reason I was going to go
2: with the Colts is because their defense has been playing very well. and Because you think about Naheem Hines every single night. Every <laughs> night when you go to bed.
3: Just like I Referee. think about Derek Carr. Yeah, I
2: exactly. Him. I hate him. He got me, like, two fantasy points back-to-back weeks, and
1: I started 0-2. It's been all downhill from there. Anyway, enough about my awful fantasy team again before I cry. Uh, <laughs>
3: Fire Adam Gase. Reason I was going
1: to pick Pat's the Colts. Be fired from
3: his fantasy team before Adam Gase gets fired.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Probably. <laughs> the reason I was going to pick the Colts is because their defense has been playing very well, and their run defense is great, which helps against the Browns. Mm-hmm. And their pass defense has been pretty good too. And Baker Mayfield, as we know, is prone to make mistakes when he's faced against good passing defenses. So, you know, if Baker Mayfield couldn't exactly light up the Cowboys secondary, which you know most of that work was done on the ground. I don't have a ton of confidence that he can do that against the Colts. So mm, it's tough because Graham's telling me that I need to rely on Philip Rivers to win this game, and I don't like that. But nobody should. I am going to go with the Colts. I'm going to lone wolf this one. Uh,
2: I thought I had it. I thought I had it.
1: Mostly because it. I rely, I'm relying on the, the Colts defense and Baker Mayfield messing up. But I will say. If the Browns do win this game, I think they're a legit playoff team. Um, for the Colts, I think, you know, there's still some work to be done because it's a tougher division. Not a tougher division, no. But it's, uh, you know, Phillip Rivers. I'm going to go with the Colts, though. I'm going okay. to be on Phillip Rivers this week.
3: So and- if I'm remembering go, correctly here, go God, I, I picked Cleveland. Pat picked Indy. I picked Atlanta. Pat picked Carolina. I win both of those games. I take a... Two game lead on Pat. I break that tie right there. So those teams those two That's games true, are pivotal. If I,
1: if I remember correctly, I picked the I picked the Panthers, Anthony picked the Falcons, and I picked the Colts and Anthony picked the Browns. If I win those two games, I have a two game lead. That's not
3: That's happening true.
1: though. I guess we'll have to wait and see. Moving I into we Wolf
2: both of those games, so
0: That's true. true. Anthony and I respect. So,
1: I actually,
2: my game. both of you
0: guys are screwed at those splits. Then I gain a game on each of you.
1: Unless Jordan... Oops, but I also man.
0: picked the Bears to beat the Bucks. so... Right, right. So That's not good. happening um, <laughs> All right, Panthers boy.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, hey, we'll
2: see. Hey, 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 so, hey, yeah. Hey,
1: we got two Panthers enthusiasts in this, in this podcast here.
2: Let's That's move on a to a
1: matchup before, before we interrupt me again. Um, <laughs> Vikings <laughs> at the Seahawks. <laughs> the Vikings got their first win of the season against the Texans, which we all expected them to do. Uh, the Seahawks have looked very good. They kind of had a shaky game against the Dolphins last week. But I think this one's also pretty easy in terms yeah. of Yeah. So, Jordan.
0: I mean, I was thinking about this one, like, a lot more than maybe I should have. But the, it, it's just the Vikings, like, maybe I'm still in, like, last year's Vikings offensive, like, mindset of, like, Kirk Cousins played, had a good year. And, like, Dalvin Cook's an elusive running back who can, is top in the league. But this year they just haven't looked the same. Kirk Cousins still hasn't looked great. Um, I think that loss of Diggs is like hurting them a lot considerably, which is surprising because I thought Thielen was going to be able to hold it down. But um, they just they, they're not they're not good enough on either end of the field for me to give them confidence. I think if the Seahawks face you, know, you see someone like Dallas, they're so good offensively, but they're horribly horrible defensively. They were still able to stick with them just because they're they're able to keep up blow for blow with Russell Wilson. The mm-hmm. Vikings obviously don't have that and their defense is atrocious too. So um, I could see this game hitting the over. I think it'll hit the over just because I think the Seahawks pass defense is still like very bad. And like Kirk Cousins can get lucky with a long bomb to Dylan or Jefferson. But I think the Seahawks are gonna ultimately win this one. Um and Wilson against Vikings defense is uh, definitely looking good if you're if you're a Hawks fan.
3: Yeah, I really thought I was the only one stuck in that train that of the Vikings being really freaking good as they yeah. were a year ago. I thought I was honestly the only one. Because when I think of the Vikings, I think they're this team that can really compete. You got Diggs and Thielen and... I'm honestly starting to accept the fact that digs isn't there. Not really like accept it, but like realize it it's like kind of like reality now. And I still think of this defense as that top tier defense from 2 years ago when they with the um Minneapolis miracle. I still think of that defense when they got had guys like DeNeyle Hunter and that whole linebacking trio, Anthony Anthony Barr is still there, right? But he's hurt though,
1: right? He's hurt. He's hurt.
3: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. When Harrison Smith was at the top of his game, Xavier Rhodes was at the top of this of his game. I they still used to be a think very of
1: that. Defensive, defensive minded team.
3: Yeah. I still think of that. And the fact that that defense has completely imploded in a way. They still have Harrison Smith. They ha- still have a couple of guys like Anthony Barr, but like we said, he's hurt. And that's not enough to keep up with Russell Wilson. He's gonna absolutely absolutely torch them. I don't think this one's tough. Seattle's going to win, but I want to get back to this game in my closing thoughts.
2: All right. Interesting take. uh, But there's no way, no way that the Seahawks lose this game. I've been telling people since April that the Seahawks are legit this year. This is finally their year to do something going back to the NFC championship game, maybe beyond. And it doesn't stop here. Uh, I think that I, I think that the Seahawks are going to go a long time before they lose. And it, the Vikings aren't the team that does that.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with the Seahawks here, too. Um, we were t- kind of talking about the Cowboys and how they're able to go blow for blow with the um, Seahawks a couple of weeks ago. But I do not see the Vikings being able to replicate that because their receiving core is not nearly as deep. Um, it's not nearly as good, and Kirk Cousins is a choke artist usually in primetime games. Um, and I'd rather have Dak Prescott than I would Kirk Cousins, even though before the season I had a top 10 QB list and I had Kirk Cousins at 10. I'm very sorry for that. That was a terrible take. I mean, it really um, wasn't, to be honest, at the beginning of the season. Going
3: it really, into it yeah. wasn't. He's proved
1: yeah. me wrong in a bad way. Yeah.
2: Um, it wasn't horrible, but it. you've had better. I mean,
0: he, Dak Prescott could have, yeah. There could be. An I don't think it was. I don't think it was horrible at all. Honestly, it wasn't horrible. It wasn't horrible. I didn't
2: say it was horrible.
0: In, I in you said
1: better. In retrospect, I probably should have had Dak over him. But
0: <laughs> oh, you had Dak? Okay. I didn't Yeah, that's Dak. horrible. That was horrible. <laughs> uh, Actually, I think I had Dak off mine too. <laughs> uh, I don't remember mine honestly. Who's <laughs> laughing now, bitch? <laughs> uh, i not the one and one. Um, and the four, one and three uh, Cowboys uh, aren't. I don't One three. Yeah, maybe one
1: you and three. Guys with the same records as the Vikings. But uh, the Seahawks are going to win. As good the game. as the Vikings. Um, and then we have our final matchup of the week. The Chargers at Jordan's Super Bowl favorite Saints, who are looking not
0: that good this year. Oh, oh hey, hey. Hey. All right, go okay, ahead. Okay, come on. Aren't they, they two and two? They might. Uh, they both two and two.
1: Very uh, shaky two
3: and two, though. Two and two, yeah. I don't
0: yeah.
1: know. I don't
0: like it. it. Well, here's the thing. I think they're going to get Michael Thomas back care. this week. still don't care. I don't care. Go ahead.
2: I already played the clip.
0: Yeah. Oh, you did? I, I could sense it.
3: He's doing uh, it so we can hear it.
0: So, I, the Saints get a much-needed win this past week. They're going to get Michael Thomas back um, against the Chargers. What I, what I like to see last week is that development with Traycon Smith because I think they're missing the second target that they need in that offense. I think there's a lot riding on Michael Thomas, and we saw that because they didn't perform well when he was out. Hopefully that there's some relationship that the breeze developed with Smith and that can keep going. Um, and then obviously Alvin Kamara is doing his thing. Um, and I think I, I actually really like Justin Herbert, and it's kind of – I was kind of tough picking against him because I think this is definitely a game that the Saints could lose um, because of how well Herbert's been playing. But the combination of Eckler being out, that backfield's – a little bit up in the air now. No one knows if it's going to be Kelly or Jackson, um, and it puts a ton of weight on Herbert to probably get into somewhat of a shootout with Drew Brees, especially if MT is back. Um, and they're it's going to be require them to pass a lot. And can you really rely on Herbert this early on in his career to like get thrown into a shootout with one of the greatest quarterbacks ever? I don't he know. He did it last week. Uh, you're right. He did. I mean, can you can you expect he to it? With, he did it with week?
2: Mahomes too.
0: Uh okay, I think that hey, I don't think that, that was wasn't a shootout. He yeah, like, did it with Teddy Bridgewater.
1: Oh,
2: like,
0: Bruh. <laughs> yeah. So just saying, hey, what you're saying, just saying.
1: I, I get I'm smelling what you're stepping the, in. The,
0: I personally I have the Saints as a better <laughs> team than the Bucks. That was a little bit weird. I kind of skipped over that, but um, okay, okay. That, that <laughs> but, more... but I think I I have the Saints over the, over the Bucks. So I think that uh we saw when Herbert started out really good. Once once Brady started going once good QBs start churning. They just take over games, and Herbert couldn't catch up. So I think that's going to happen this week. But I could see the Chargers upsetting. I mean, I don't, I'm do not i not saying it's out of the question. The Saints definitely don't look good to start the year, but uh, I think they'll take this one.
3: Yeah, uh, Jordan really hit on all the points, and I want to go back to Traquan Smith. He's been a guy that they've been expecting to break out since his rookie year, and now that he's finally starting to emerge as that as a, like a reliable target for drew Brees, i think it's going to help the saints out a lot i mean i don't want to say that michael thomas getting hurt could have really benefited the saints because you don't want to see anybody go down like that but it really benefited the saints in the fact that all right drew i'm going to take your way- i'm going to take away your number one target let's see what yeah. you can do now exactly. and he was able to make something happen with Traquan smith and he's someone i been a little bit high on for the last ever since he entered the league because he was on my fantasy team i picked him up off of waivers and he did actually decent for me um yeah and this isn't like jordan said this is a matchup that could easily go either way herbert could go tit for tat with drew Brees, but with michael thomas coming back i think that's a real confidence booster and the fact that austin eckler is going down it's like eckler goes down and The Saints get Michael Thomas back. So it's a really bad imbalance that goes in favor of the Saints. But for that reason, I'm going to take the Saints in this game. It's going to be a very close game. And I'm going to get back to this game on my closing thoughts as well.
0: And before Anthony or before Graham goes, I should say, people are kind of like writing off the Saints and like what you said, Anthony, like they took away. Brees got taken away his best weapon, arguably to many the best receiver in the league. And people yeah. are like, "Oh, they, they, they suck. Oh, I know it's cap I have him at five, so you don't have to tell me twice. But that's fair. True. True. Um, but yeah. they take away the, his best weapon by far. Obviously, one of the best receivers in the league. And people are like, "Oh, like the Saints are fake. They're not doing anything." Like, if you take the a top weapon on a lot of teams, like who knows where they are? I mean, you take away the top weapon from Dak, they they're winless. Like, I mean, there's a lot of teams that you could take away their best receiver. And that quarterback will, will look like a shell of himself, which I don't think is on the quarterback. It's just on the fact that you have to have guys to throw to, and Brees
2: hasn't had that. It's fair enough. Yeah, uh, I think that's a really good point. That being said, still, Saints will take this one pretty heftily. It's, yeah. The loss of Austin Eckler is huge. Yep. I like that's Justin cool. Herbert. I trust in him to be able to put up points, but he, I'm you not going to... I'm not going to bet on him to be able to carry it against one of the top teams in the NFC. So, yeah, I think the Saints will win this one, especially at home.
1: Mm. Yeah, you I know gotta... that
2: means next to nothing now, but still,
1: <laughs> right. Um Well, Drew Bies does like playing in the dome, um, but I mean, for all, SoFi is
2: a dome. What's well that? SoFi is a dome. So if it was a road game for the Saints, it would still be in a dome.
1: Oh, that's true. Yeah, true. That's true um about hey, that. this will be just like a regular home game for the chargers because they're not gonna have any fans anyway they're so used to it, it really, it really <laughs> um, doesn't make
0: it for them but um how uh, funny um, didn't laugh cue the Stephen a meme where he's like it you didn't have to say that it's
1: beating a dead horse i mean you didn't have to go there uh, <laughs> for, for all that i say about the saints though i mean uh they put up 30 points without michael thomas against the packers they put up 35 last week against the the lions um they have definitely looked better than they did at the start of the season. The very start, I should say. Um, and, you know, for as much as I like Justin Herbert and as much as I'm a believer in him, um, he's a great young quarterback, but he, he's not going to be able to go, like Anthony said, tit for tat with Drew Brees. Um, I think the Saints should be able to win this one. I'm not really too worried about it. If I'm uh, a Saints fan, nothing really against the Chargers. I think it's more, you know, the Saints are establishing themselves or kind of getting in a groove. After their rough start. And they're looking to make some noise. Uh, So I think it's an easy easy win for the Saints, personally. And that's a sweet to end it. That's all she wrote. Anthony, um, I know you have some closing thoughts here I'm sure you wanted to get into.
3: I really want to get into these primetime games. I really think the NFL should start flexing these primetime games to suit what the viewer would want to watch the most. I'm going to take this week for example. Tampa Bay and Chicago. I think that could be an, a fantastic game. That is some. I always turn the primetime game on, no matter what. Thursday night football, Monday night, Sunday night, no matter what, it's going to be on my TV. It's whether sports. I'm watching, whether I'm watching it or not, is right. a question. If it's just on, it's on. Like the other week when the Jags and the Dolphins are playing Thursday night, I didn't give a fuck about that game. I didn't watch. I don't think I watched a second of that football game, but I turns it on because because football. So. We look at this week's primetime matchups. Tampa Bay and Chicago, I think, could be great. Chargers and the Saints, I think, could be great as well. But I look at Minnesota and Seattle, and I just I just shake my head. It's like, why is that primetime? Because Russell Wilson? I don't think that should be. If I'm looking at this week, I think a matchup like, I, w- I don't want to really say it, but Philly and Pittsburgh, just because it's the Battle of Pennsylvania. I want that storyline for Sunday Night Football. Well, mm-hmm. Indianapolis and Cleveland, I think, would be a fantastic Sunday night game. Just because they're two and 3-1 teams that could that could go far this year. I don't really want to say they could go that far. But you look at next week, and next week's Thursday, week six I'm talking about, next week's Thursday night matchup is going to be fucking fantastic. You've got the Chiefs and the Bills playing on Thursday night. Yeah, and that's
1: then, a game people want to see. Yeah.
3: And then you look on Sunday night, it's the Rams and the Niners. When you've got the Packers and the Buccaneers, Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady at four thirty.
0: Like I'm surprised that wasn't a Sunday night. I, mean, I feel
3: like that I've doesn't make sense to me. So That's something that I really want to sit down and be like, okay. Because Sunday night I'm not doing anything. I'm getting ready for school the next day. Sunday yeah. at four thirty, I'm I'm getting ready to close at work. I'm doing this. I'm getting my homework done and stuff on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yep. you wanna I need that matchup to look forward to and Granted, next week isn't really all that exciting. That you can put a good Monday night game. You got the Cardinals and the Cowboys playing on Monday night, week six. I'm just gonna go one more, week seven, just to prove my point further. You've got, you've got the Giants and the Eagles on Thursday night. Now that's gonna be the case where the game's just on, and I'm not, I'm not fucking watching it because it's that yeah. boring of a matchup.
1: That's kind of a, a gross matchup, but I mean, I feel like they this year they've been putting a lot more of the games that, like. That people really want to see at 425. I think a lot of it is also to do with the fact that a lot of the primetime teams that people want to see have primetime games the week before, and they don't do that like back-to-back weeks.
2: So uh, so here's the here's the thing: the yeah. reason that the NFL does this, there's two main reasons. One is because they just because Sunday night football is undeniably the best production. That's exactly why I
3: want to see Aaron Rodgers and Tom I, I agree Sunday with
2: night. that. I agree with you, but at the same time, they've got to share the wealth because NBC can't get every premier matchup. They've got to share the wealth between. I'm them, not saying NBC gets Fox, every premier matchup, CBS. but they but you are because NBC is Sunday Night Football, and that's it. They don't have any other games. They've got to share the great matchups between NBC, CBS, yeah, yeah. Fox,
0: They're and ESPN. Love. Well,
2: I'm Fox just,
0: especially. Though, there's they another. Get, there's, they don't get a prime time.
2: And there's an, uh, here, the other reason is that when it comes to the four of us and the people who listen to us we're much more invested in the NFL than the casual fan and the NFL broadcasts with the casual fan in mind while the four of us may want to see indianapolis and cleveland on sunday night football the people who aren't paying attention to the NFL this year they still see the teams like seattle with russell wilson they see teams like minnesota who have been in the playoffs the last couple of years they see teams they see a name like You know, Drew Brees, those are the people who carry ratings. Whether or not their team is succeeding at the time is up in the air. But simply because of the name and brand recognition, those teams will always succeed in primetime slots one way or the other. Like, you could throw throw Tom Brady on the Panthers, and they'd still get primetime games because it's Tom Brady. You could throw... You know, you could throw Aaron Rodgers on the Jaguars and they get primetime games because it's Aaron Rodgers. You know what I'm saying? And so that's why, and even more so, they cater to older fans as well. Teams, players, or not teams and players, people who have been paying to, attention to the league for longer than the four of us have been alive. That's why you know, Green Bay and Chicago always gets a prime time. Giants game. and Eagles. Giants, Eagles, exactly. Another That's why is, games like that are always right. in primetime at least once a year because they want to cater to not only people like us who are young and want to stay up and see the best games in the league, but also to people who are more casual and people who want to see the matchups of the teams rather than the matchups of the players.
1: I agree with you, Anthony. I think that I wish, like, that they would do like ideally it would be it would be sick if like you could almost vote for like the Sunday night matchup. That would be like something really cool. But I think it's that would also, be
3: really cool. I like that yeah, idea.
1: That would be really cool. But I think there's pressure also from owners that like <laughs> yeah. if I don't get if I'm like the Jaguars, obviously I'm not a good team, but if I don't get like a couple primetime, you know, um, games a year, I'm kind of pissed because it doesn't allow me to really grow my fan base or to get the attention that some of these better teams might get. Despite the fact that we haven't built anything like building a it. great team, Hey, yeah, you still want. Earn it. I match up. Yeah, I know.
3: You should don't be do a fucking moron and build a good team. I mean, it's harsh, but you gotta. You, it's not just handed to you. You gotta. You gotta do. What you gotta do it. would be cool if, if,
1: if fans could vote on on the matchups, but then you'd also probably get.
2: You'd run set, into so many scheduling conflicts.
1: Yeah, and you yeah, probably get yeah. the same same couple teams every week.
2: Yeah, yeah. and with this year. It's different because of Covid. But in years past, a big thing that the NFL pays attention to in scheduling is that these venues that and the arenas that these teams play in are used for much more than just football. Like the Patriots alone, Gillette Stadium, they use that stadium for concerts. Sure, soccer, they use it for concerts. they use it for the New England Revolution. And I'm pretty sure there's a lacrosse team that plays there too that plays there. Too, plays can- there too, sure. can- yeah, something like that. There's a lot of different things that go into an arena's scheduling other than just the NFL. So that uh, this it's not as big a deal this year because things are canceled. But in other years, that's why they don't do it like that.
3: Now, I want to propose for Week 7 because I was going to talk about Week 7. You got the Giants and the Eagles playing on Thursday night. And you got – this was the week that the Steelers and the Titans are supposed to play now. Why not put that on Thursday night? They were supposed to play prior – and I think that's a matchup that people would want to see. The well, now it says three and zero and three and zero Steelers and Titans, but they're two top teams in the AFC. Not top teams. They're two. I keep contradicting myself. They're two. I mean,
2: you're not wrong.
3: They're you're, two you're good teams in the AFC. Yeah. They're two fairly. Well, the other
2: thing is the other thing is each NFL team has to have at least one primetime game. That's why we get so many shitty Thursday night football matchups, yeah. because each team has to have one primetime game. Okay. And, or, or, the, no that's, wrong. Sunday that's nine
3: wrong games
2: you're right, but uh, i I'm, I'm not right. It's not one primetime game. It's one game where they're the only team on TV at the time. That's why the Texans have no they're, no it's, it's I can't remember if it's the Texans or the Lions, but they have no primetime games, and they their one game is the noon game on Thanksgiving so yeah. <laughs> but yeah,
1: that sucks yeah,
3: But yeah.
1: well, that's a very high-washed game, so um yeah. Definitely,
3: interesting debate. I like that.
1: Definitely, definitely something interesting to be said there. I like that Anthony actually brought that up because it allowed us to go in depth yeah. with that. Um, if anybody else, I don't know if you guys have anything, Graham and Jordan. Just give
3: us Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady on Sunday night, please. Please. That's all I want.
2: Or on the yeah. NFC title game. Yeah. Also, Jamie, look at also Lakers are up six right now on the Heat in game four. Yeah, yeah. game four. So, and it's in the mid stages of the fourth quarter. So he's going
3: to get his ass beat.
2: Yep. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I think that about wraps it up for me.
0: Yeah, I got nothing.
1: I don't have anything either. Um All right. This concludes episode six of the new guys podcast season two. Thank you for listening. As always, please follow us on all social media, except for Snapchat. Cause we're not ready for that yet. Um
3: No, that's just not happening.
1: That's just not happening. That's not happening. And uh, peace out. We'll catch you next week. Same time, same place. Yes, sir. Peace.